بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والائنا الحمد لله نحمده ونستعين ونستغفر ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المحتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وبعد اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما اللهم اجعل القرآن حجة لنا لا علينا يا رب العالمين إذا السماء شقت وأذنت لربها وحقت وإذا الأرض مدت وألقت ما فيها وتخلت وأذنت لربها وحقت يا أيها الإنسان إنك كادح إلى ربك كدحا فملاقيه هو سورة الإنشقاق سورة وصورة إذا مكي أو مدني مكي صح What do you say about the Meccan surahs? What's the general theme? Issues of aqeedah and ba'ath and akhira'an. So this one is a Mecca surah. This one was revealed in Mecca. And as the Mufassirin would like to say, they always like to count the number of ayat in as well. How many is there? 25, sah. إِذَا السَّمَاءُ شَقَّتْ What do you say about this? إِذَا إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ وَإِذَا النُّجُومُ كَدَرَتْ وَإِذَا الْجِبَالُ سُيِّرَتْ إذا السماء فطرت وإذا الكواكب انتثرت وإذا البحار شرط condition when this happens this happens and when this happens then something will happen so after this we're expecting what a جواب الشرط and جواب الشرط comes in which ayah Allah سبحانه وتعالى saying إذا السماء انشقت إذا السماء انشقت السماء we all know السماء السماء is the sky انشقت so now we're talking about what day? Yawm al-Qiyamah. So these ahwal, when they happen, they're happening on the day of judgment. إِذَا السَّمَاءُ انشقت. انشقت, what does it say انشقت means? Split, separated. انشقت. Think انشقت means it splits, yes? And we have taken يعني, ayat of this kind many times before. Only in Juz Amma as well. And you'll see outside of Juz Amma there's plenty of them as well. For when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about the splitting of the sky, Yawm al-Qiyamah, and he is repeating it, and he is using different words. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَثَلًا إِنْ عَمَّ يَتَسَعَلُونَ وَفُتِحَتِ السَّمَاءُ فَكَانَتْ أَبْوَى فُتِحَتْ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَإِذَا السَّمَاءُ كُشِطَتْ وَإِذَا السَّمَاءُ إِذَا السَّمَاءُ فَطَرَتْ إِنْ فَطَرَتْ وَكُشِطَتْ وَفُتِحَتْ وَانْشَقَتْ All of these are things to describe what will happen to the sama on that, on that day. And the asal of the sama, as we said, is what? Is that it's straight and it's perfect and it's strong. So when these events occur, they are completely out of the ordinary. And if you go up and you go outside now and you look at the sky, you don't see any cracks in it. It's absolutely normal, yes? And it's perfect and it's raised up without needing any pillars or anything. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That means the, earth, the, the, the sky will be split. On that day, إِذَا السَّمَاءُ شَقَّتْ So it's as if Allah is saying, when the sky is split. When the sky is split. إِذَا السَّمَاءُ شَقَّتْ And we said that the asal of the sky was, وَبَنَيْنَا فَوْقَكُمْ سَبْعًا شِدَادًا وَبَنَيْنَا فَوْقَكُمْ سَبْعًا شِدَادًا So the asal of the sky is that they were created with power and strength. وَالسَّمَاءَ بَنَيْنَاهَا بِأَيْدٍ So this is the khilaf. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
what will happen to it, how he created it with power, it will also be split with power as well. And as we said in Surah Al-Takwir, وَإِذَا السَّمَاءُ كُشِطَتْ We said Al-Kashq is to remove something with, with power. That's يعني, stuck firmly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove the power. Just like it was created with power, it will be removed and it will be pulled back with power. وَإِذَا السَّمَاءُ شَقَّتْ وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّتْ وَأَذِنَتْ أَذِنَتْ means to listen and to obey. وَأَذِنَتْ who did it listen and obey? لِرَبِّهَا وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا That means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we said the difference this whole dunya, this whole creation is Rabb and Marbub Khaliq and Makhluq Rabb and Marbub there's the Rabb and then everything else which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created there's the creator and then there's the creation including the skies and including the earth and including the humans and including the animals all of them are the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah is the one who creates them Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who sustains them وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا He listened and obeyed to its Lord وَحُقَّتْ It must do so. It must do so. It was obligated to do so. Why must it be obligated to do so? Because it's the command of Allah. It's the command of its creator. It's the command of its creator. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that told it. In shaqqiz, we will split. When Allah orders it to split, it will split. And this is the same as Mufassirun said. When it was created in the first place, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, it obeyed even when it was created. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, فَقَالَ لَهَا وَلِلْأَرْضِ تِيَا طَوْعًا أَوْ كَرْهًا قَالَتَا أَتَيْنَا طَائِعِينَ That means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to the earth and to the sky, He said, come into being willingly or by compulsion. Willingly or by compulsion. You know, you're going to come into existence, whether you do willingly or by compulsion. And then the earth and the sky said, قَالَتَا أَتَيْنَا طَائِعِينَ That means we come willingly, we obey you willingly, O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as Ibn Uthaymin rahimahullah said, O oh, you insan, O oh, you insan who is so weak, look at these great creations, how they obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the creation of the skies and the heavens is much greater than the creation of the human being. And look at the, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the heavens, look how they obeyed him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look how the heaven obeyed him subhanahu wa ta'ala. I think about this when you next time you disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the shaykh said so if these great creations are obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what's your excuse for disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَإِذَا الْأَرْضُ مُدَّتْ الْأَرْضُ we all know الْأَرْضُ yes الْأَرْضُ مُدَّتْ what does مُدَّتْ mean? stretched flattened and rolled expanded what's the, what's the current state of the أَرْضُ is it, is it flat or is it round? I know the, the Mufassir said it's, it's spherical and it's a, it's, it's a round shape but it's relatively flat, yes? Relatively flat. So you're going to get areas which are flat but it's all in, context, in the context of it being round. So this is the opposite of what's going to happen to Yawm Al-Qiyamah. So when it says that's the current state but also as well, Muddat, if you look at the terrain of the earth where it has extreme highs and it has extreme Lows as well, so it's not completely flat. So it is not completely flat. It has the highest mountains, it has the deepest of valleys as well, even the valleys inside the oceans. And they go down very deep, subhanAllah. So it has very high lows, uh, very high highs, and very low lows. But on the day of judgment, they said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will flatten it and it will be rolled out. 
like they said, Al-Adim. Al-Adim is, uh, in, the, in the old days, when they used to take the, uh, مثلاً, skin the sheep, they used to dry the skin, and they used to, مثلاً, they used to use it, and then when they finished, they'd roll it up. And then when they'd need it, they'd roll it. You know, like a carpet today. Yeah, so they would roll it up, and when you need it, you, you can roll it out again. So this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala muddat. It will be flattened. All its, all its high points will be low. All its mountains will be removed, as we took in the other ayat. All its suhul, all its hills will be flattened out. It will be just one plane ready for the mahshar. Where everyone will be resurrected on this one plane. وَإِذَا الْأَرْضُ مُدَّتْ So, إِذَا السَّمَاءُ شَقَّتْ وَإِذَا الْأَرْضُ مُدَّتْ The opposite of the sama is the ard. What will happen to it? It will be muddat. And as the hadith of the Prophet وسلم, he said, يَجْمَعُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَ الْأَوَّلِينَ وَالْآخِرِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will gather الْأَوَّلِينَ وَالْآخِرِينَ Every human being to ever live on the earth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will join them. wahid On one plane. And this is the plane which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the earth. In the mahshar, yawm al-mahshar. فَيُسْمِعُهُمُ الدَّاعِي وَيَنْفُذُهُمُ الْبَصَرِ Allah will gather in one place the earlier and the latter of the day on the, of generations on the day of resurrections. Then the voice of the proclaimer will be heard by all of them. And the da'i, or yawm al-qiyamah, everyone will hear the da'i. And also, and the eyesight will penetrate through all of them. And this is what you compare now, مثلاً. if you were to gather all the people on the face of the earth, because of its spherical nature, what would happen? Would you be able to see everyone? If you're, مثلاً, you're standing on the top, would you be able to see the person on the bottom? You would. Why? Because it's curved in nature. فَيُنْفِذُهُمُ الْبَصَرِ means that they will be all on one flat surface. That means if you were to look one, like you look here, you can see all of them right to the end. يُنْفِذُهُمُ الْبَصَرِ وَيُسْمِعُهُمُ الْدَاعِ Similarly, if you were to make a sound مثلاً, on the top, of the earth, مثلاً. Would the, would the sound reach down to the bottom? It wouldn't, because of its spherical nature. الدعي, that means, if the, when the da'i makes a noise, when the da'i calls out, everyone, ala sa'id al-ard, will, will hear what the da'i says. And, and, and you can see them right for, يعني, if you look at them in one place, you can see where they extend to. وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا وَتَخَلَّتْ So we're still talking about al-ard here. What else will it do? وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا أَلْقَتْ means to cast out مَا فِيهَا What is inside the earth? وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا Specifically talking about, we're talking about the resurrection here. I mean all the human beings, they were dead inside, it will cast them out alive for the mahshar, ready to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا مَا فِيهَا What is inside of it? Inside of it. Now we're, mashallah, we're living on top of the earth. Soon, maybe tomorrow, maybe in a couple of years, whatever years, we're going to be underneath the earth. وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا It will come out. وَتَخَلَّتْ تَخَلَّتْ It kind of means like to relinquish it. That means it lets it go. That means there's no coming back to this earth. For once you are resurrected, that means خلاص, that's it. تَخَلَّتْ مِنْهُ it's, it's no longer responsible for it. Its insides are no longer responsible for it. For now, facing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's no coming back to the earth. And this is what the kafir will want on the Day of Judgment. What the kafir will want. They will hope for this, that they could be returned back to the earth just for the earth to eat them. But hayhata hayhat, ba'udat, ba'udat. Very far away that this will happen to them. He will wish that he was turab. He will wish that he was turab. That the earth could eat him and he has no accountability. And as Sheikh ibn Uthaymin said, Subhanallah, like you came out, Allah created you. You came out from the belly of your mother. You came out from the belly of your mother. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala resurrects you, you'll come out from the belly of, of the earth. 
And just like you came out of the belly of your mother, you were, يعني, you, you were hufat, urat, ghurla. You were يعني, barefoot and naked and uncircumcised. Similarly, you will be returned in this same condition. When you are resurrected, you will be resurrected hufat and uh, hufat and urat and ghurla. And we know the hadith that we took in Abbas wa Tawadla, the last, لكل امرئ منهم يومئذ شأن يغني. On that day, People won't be concerned about how they're looking, even though they are, as they say, stark naked. And this is why Aisha radiallahu anha, she was, she was shocked and surprised when the Prophet said that this is how the people were resurrected. She said, what about Aura, everyone looking at everyone? He said, the Amr is greater than for you to be worried about looking, who's looking at you and who's not looking at you. For you can imagine when you've forgotten how you look and if, if your Aura is uncovered, how embarrassed you are in this dunya. How embarrassed are you in this dunya? But as the Muslim, we're talking about the, the aura of the Muslim. When the aura is uncovered, they feel shy and, and subhanAllah, their, their sense of modesty kicks in. But on the Day of Judgment, this is removed. No longer you're caring about your modesty. You're caring about your nafs and how, nafsi, nafsi. What state will I meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do I have enough hasanat? Do I have? فَنَسَلَ Similarly, similarly, أَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا it obeyed, it listened and it obeyed to Allah, the command of Allah for it, to empty itself out. To empty itself out and to يعني, relinquish what's inside of it. وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّةً It was obligated to do so. Just like it did when it was created. It did so willingly as well. وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّةً يَا أَيُّهَا الْإِنسَانُ إِنَّكَ كَادِحٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ كَدَحًا فَمُلَاقِيهِ right, This is now the جواب الشرط So إذا 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 When this happens, when the sky is split and the earth takes, يعني, spews out everything inside of it وَالْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا وَتَخَلَّتْ And the earth is يعني, spread out, what will happen? Ya ayyuhal insanu innaka kadihun ila rabbika kadhan Essentially, what will happen that you are meeting, you will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is Jawab al-Shaq. When all this happens, you're going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ayyuhal insan. What do you say this ya meant? It's a nida, yes? I'm calling this person. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who is he calling here? Ya ayyuhal insan. Who is he calling? All of mankind. Now, is he addressing the believers specifically? Is he addressing the disbelievers specifically? No. Insan, all of them. Ya ayyuhal insan, innaka. Innaka, indeed. This inna again comes up. Innaka, ay anta. Kadihun ila rabbika kadhan famulaqi. And everyone, Uqsim Billah, will relate to this ayah. Everyone will relate to this ayah. What does it say kadih means? Strive, yes? Strive and earn and, and do things. But how, in what state? With struggle and with, يعني, يعني, it's a hard slog as they say. Kadih means it's something hard, it's not something easy. Innaka kadihun ila rabbika. That means eventually the result of this toil what you do will be seen, you'll see it, you're going to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything you do in this dunya eventually, you're going to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the only thing you're going to have to show for this struggle and this struggle is what you have of a'mal. So this is why I say, إِنَّكَ كَادِحْ أَيُّهَا الْكَافِرْ إِنَّكَ كَادِحْ 
you are working in this dunya and you're struggling and you're moving along in this dunya and you're going to meet Allah. In what state are you going to meet Allah? You're going to meet Allah in a state of kufr and disbelief and, and shirk and, 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 ya ayyuhal mu'min, you are kadih as well. You are striving and you are struggling. But how are you meeting Allah? You are going to meet Allah with what, with what state? Upon iman and upon tawheed and upon ikhlas and upon good a'mal and salah and zakah and siyam and, and, and this is the state that you're going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this kadh is not like this kadh. This struggle and this, this toil and this, uh, this mashaqqa is not the same as this one. This one is working for the dunya and working only for the dunya and all the effort is in the dunya. It's a kadh. Anyone can testify. The work of the yani to, to make a living in this dunya is not easy. But similarly, the person who puts in the struggle and the effort in this dunya upon iman and does all the a'mal that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants them to do and struggles through these a'mal, they will also meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this day. إِنَّكَ كَادِحٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ أَكَدْحٌ is a kind of kadh that you're doing, whether it's the good one or the bad one. إِنَّكَ كَادِحٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ كَدْحًا فَمُلَاقِيهِ That means you will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's as if it's saying, look at your struggle that you're doing now. How do you want to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Look at your struggle now, what you're doing to struggle in this dunya. What kind of struggle is it? How do you want to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How do you want to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And then in the ayat that we'll take next week, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will describe the two states of people that they are. Man utiya kitabahu biyamini, man utiya kitabahu wara'a zahri. That as a result of this, how will you receive your book? As a result of your kadh in this dunya, how will you receive your book? Yawm al-qiyamah. Famulaqih, what do we say? This fahment. This fah we said is for at-tartib wa ta'qib. That means kadh and then mulaqih, in this order. And they said it's this, this ta'qib is also very quick as well. That means you will be meeting Allah very quickly. You will be meeting Allah very, very quickly. And for someone who's lived, مثلاً, 40, 50, 60 years, you tell them, tell me about your life. Tell me about your life. He says, well, it's like a day. It's gone by like this. I don't know how it went by. Yesterday I was a kid playing in the playground, and now I'm, an, I'm married, I have three kids, and it was like this, like a dream. Like a dream. So this is why a person always looks at their a'mal, what they're doing in, the, in this dunya, in preparation for that day. Because this dunya goes by very quickly. And this is from alamat al-sa'a as well. And also when you are asleep. For even when you die and you are in al-barzakh. Time will pass by very quickly and then you will be mulaqi rabbal alamin. You will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala very quickly even after your death. For when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the man die in Surah Al-Baqarah. He made him die for a hundred years. And then when he resurrected him again, for the person who is in a state of minor death and greater death, time by, passes by very quickly for them as well. He will say, He said, I, I slept, I was asleep for a day or part of a day. And similarly, Ashab al-Kahf, the people of the Kahf, of the cave, they slept for 390, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them die for 309, 309 years and then resurrected them. They asked themselves, how much have we slept for? How long were we asleep for? They said, we have slept a day or part of a day. For the person who is in their qabr waiting for the, for the akhirah to start, it's very quick as well. And similarly, the person who sleeps, and the person who's awake and, and moving about, and, and, and they have a bigger grasp on time. They say, oh, subhanAllah, in the morning I did this, and then my day ended like this, and I, I got all this stuff done in the day. 
was when they fall asleep, do they have any grasp of time? When they wake up, they go, subhanAllah, it just went by very quickly. For the person who is asleep as well, فَمُلَاقِي You will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala eventually. Whether you are alive, time will pass by very quickly. And whether you are in your qabr, it will pass by very quickly. إِنَّكَ كَادِحٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ كَدْحًا فَمُلَاقِي Look what your kadh is. Look how you are working and struggling and striving in this dunya. Make sure it's worthy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will look at it in a positive way yawm al-qiyamah. Subhanak Allahumma bihamdika. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik wa jazakumullahu khairan.